Podcasters, welcome back to a freshly laid podcast for you. Yeah, we say that because we have been away for uh, two weeks. Or maybe you've just had an opportunity to catch up, but this is a new one. Mm. Yeah, big show for our return too, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, we spoke to someone in jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she has a radio in jail and we, then called up. Maybe people are podcasting in jail. Maybe they are. Hmm, interesting. No, mm. so we get, see, but then they'd need a mobile phone. Well, she had it. Oh, no, yeah. She, she rang on the pay payphone. Oh, okay, mm. all right, good point. So... Yeah. You got me there. The mm. cops would have been listening into that. Maybe the FBI or someone will go back and listen to that conversation we had. Yeah, because we're in Australia. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's it, what's so, it called here? What's the Australian uh, one called? Federal Police, I uh, think. I know, they're called the CIB or something like CID? that. I mean, I don't know. They call me oh, once. MIB. No, it's That's definitely the C. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to the podcast. Yes. Uh, a great show ahead. Stick around. Oh, he survived. <laughs> He's alive. Yay. Yay. Spoiler. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, at the start of my holidays, I flew down to Port Lincoln and went on the Rodney Fox uh, shark tour and did four days on the boat cage diving with the great white sharks. Is that where you got the scratch on your face from? No, that was from shaving this morning. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Lucky you didn't do that before the shark expedition. I know, right? Everyone knows that sharks don't have claws. Who would scratch him? <laughs> uh, but it was amazing. Uh, and uh, the video from my uh, trip is on uh, Facebook if you want to go check out the shark action. It's amazing. Um, yeah. Went down with um, four um, mates from high school and uh, there were other people on, on the boat. There was yeah. like 12 of us and uh, we're, like in the cage for like two and a half hours at a time. Two and a half um, hours. Yeah, because what else are you going to do? You're on a boat. Well, I guess, but what, because they track the sharks, right? No, you just sit, sit there and you throw out the chum <laughs> and the bait and they, they come up. No, no, but, no but they mm. do track them. What do you mean? They tweet them. Say, hey, <laughs> this is the spot we're going to be, fellas. We'll slip your fitty if you just come along. Smile at the bloke with the glasses. and just, It was just a guy with a fin on his back. <laughs> <laughs> what were the other... Footage, though. Because it was your friends and then the other people, and you're all stuck on a boat together for three days. Were they cool? Because, you know, um, if you're on a boat and there's, like, five yeah. losers, yeah. you're like, oh. We were the five losers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should ask what the other people Yeah, 1960, uh, yeah. if you were a shark diving... They were, a lot of people were from Brisbane. But actually. wasn't there one guy that you didn't even see? Yeah, one guy, first day, he was Eaten? fine. No. Uh, no, gone. <laughs> That's how they got the shark. Uh, and then he disappeared, and he was in his cabin for the two and a half days, could not move. Oh, could not move. Sick. As soon as we pulled up to the... Because it was pretty pitchy. Yeah. It was pretty pitchy. Uh, as soon as we pulled up to the dock, he was off, and he was like, I didn't care if this boat sank. I would need to get off. Like, it's horrendous. Because you, you can't go back, can no, you? No. Everyone was affected. First day, everyone got a little bit of seasickness. I was okay, but a few of the boys were laid up, and then oh. as soon as you hear a shark, you're fine. So. Did you freak out the first time you saw a shark? No. no, no, Not was, at all. That's why you're there. You're like, yes, a shark! I know, but yeah. still, if it comes, it didn't ram the cage? Yes, it did. Do you get your money back if no sharks turn up? No, you don't. Oh, they'd, ha- they'd have to be, that'd be in bold red down yeah. the bottom, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's nature. You can't really, you know, give it a time and date to be there, so you just got to take... They have a nasty like, phone call with the shark I, after. I told where you. were you? You were supposed I, to be here. I'd be pissed. Imagine that. You go shark diving and all you see is fish. Mm, and there were a lot of fish. Yes. Sometimes you're trying to shoot the fish away. So there's a shark behind you. Get away. Get Sit away. down. And then you realise your hands out of the cage. Like, whoa, no. Back in, back in. Uh, but here's just a snippet of my adventure, uh, Port Lincoln Shark Dive. All right, so we have arrived on location and we have anchored. We are suiting up. 
getting ready for our first shark dive. No sharks as yet, but we are on the hunt. Second time in the cage, and yes, a shark was sighted. About a three and a half, four meter great white shark breached right in front of us. I may have been looking in the wrong direction, completely missed that. Dan, uh, eyewitness uh, beside me was going to tell you exactly what happened. Well, I was standing next to Numbnuts, and a huge shark come up vertically right in front of us, two meters off the back of the cage, ate the bait, opened the gills, flapped right in front of us, and he was going. I was trying to spot the shark for him. Meanwhile, this is happening all beside me. Did, did I get a tap on my shoulder? Yes, you did. Yes, I, yes, I did. But by the time I looked, it was all over. Oh, no! So, third time's a charm. We were in the water, and uh, we saw some sharks. They glided past, and then something occurred that we will remember from the rest of our lives. Danny Boy, talk us through what just happened. It was IMAX, the four-metre male. He came chasing the bait in right next to the cage, smashed it, took it under the boat right next to us, shook his head, his black eyes rolled over white. Black eyes, his lifeless eyes, the doll's eyes, they rolled over white. Then no matter all the pounding, hollering and screaming, the shark didn't go away. <laughs> so third time's a charm, we saw shark action and it ate something. Right in front of us. Right in front of us. It wonderful. It was amazing. Four metre shark. Now let's have a beer and forget all about it. Touche. I will see you in Port Lincoln for some drinking. Fellas. Oh, you boys. guys must. You guys. What a Just Saturday getting for. together. Mm. We hugged in the cage at one point. Did you? <laughs> really? Yeah, we saw the shark came past. We hugged each other. Oh, the shark <laughs> thought, finally, the land animals have marriage equality. It's about time. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osher. Hit 105. Yeah, we're back from holidays. You guys had good holidays? Yeah, we had a great time. Yeah, Mama's all right. You oh. had a staycation. Yeah. Which I always thought was a bit weird. Well, no, we're just staying at home. We're, uh, we're saving our pennies because we're going to LA, uh, New York for Christmas. Mm. Yes. So we're a bit pov, and yep. we decided we'd just stick around home. But it, that just all that was is daily life mm. yep. with no escape from children, I realised. Yay! <laughs> there was an, all I did was spend an extra eight hours a day with my kids, who I love. <laughs> well, I did the opposite. I sent them away. Uh, no, because we, we're moving house, and we've moved into the house, and there's been no power. Because mm. you're, you're building it. You're yeah, ready, well, you're and just, there was no project manager on board. Uh, no, 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 my husband's building it. But you know, you just go, there's always delays. So mm. we haven't had power at the house um, or running water or the ability to close the doors. So we just haven't really had camping. much. We're camping. Yeah, I said that to him, but I was like, I can't go and do a pool on my front lawn. You it's very camp. different than camping. Oh, I'm your new neighbour. That, that escalated quickly. <laughs> So you know, like at camping, you mm. can't... At mm. least your neighbours would know you have a high-fibre diet from <laughs> the, the onset. They so know you're very healthy. My uh, my kids went to Adelaide with my mum, and we went over to Bali just mm. for um, five or six nights. Mm. And I tell you what, because we love Bali. It's our go-to place. And my husband's been so many times that he speaks a little bit of Balinese, uh-huh. but it's kind of at my expense normally because he talks to them, and then they all just look at me and laugh. Uh, okay, I've right. realised that one of them, Singla Piss, means I've got no money, and then he'll keep going. You thought I said a swear word, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. What, what is it? Singla Piss. Singla Piss. Yeah, so it's Balinese for I don't have any money. Sure it is. But then he'll... <laughs> 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 that is. And then Why he'll keep going on... Why does she keep saying on... this to us? <laughs> I've heard blokes say that at the Regatta Hotel. I'm not sure that He'll keep going on things. saying, like, my wife has spent it all, and they look at me and they laugh. Ah, so okay. it's like he bonds with the Balinese mm. so much, so that whenever we go out for breakfast, he's normally talking to them, and I'm like, oh, God. But um, I feel like I got my own back. And you know, 
You know when you sort of like you're driving past a police officer and you're not doing anything wrong, but all of a sudden you feel like you're doing something wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like when you go into like Bali or Thailand or something and you think yeah. there might be drugs in your bag, even though you've never had drugs ne- in that yes. bag ever. All of a sudden you're like, like this I is it. I don't know. Maybe maybe someone has. Yeah. Well, that's this is happened. my Chappelle moment. <laughs> I like the way that sounded like, that's not my drug bag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never had drugs in this bag. That's why I brought it, specifically, because I know. The other ones. No. <laughs> <laughs> moment coming through, because we left Bali. And we packed it all up, the suitcases, yeah. and it always happens where I've got too much stuff, so I'll put it in my husband's. Yeah. So he'll pack all the extra belongings that we may have purchased and like gifts and stuff like that for the kids. 16 sets of headphones. <laughs> that <time. laughs> That's not sus at all. We might be getting married again. So put them all in his bag, and we're coming through, and you know, customs officers, they just don't smile, and everything's just nerve wracking. Mm. So we went through, and he was doing a little joke with one of the guys, and then as the suitcases were coming through, the buzzer went off, Ooh. and you know, you're just like, oh, that's got to be someone else's bag. And they pointed, and they said, who's this bag? And automatically, I went, it's his. <laughs> and pointed at my husband, and went, oh my God, what am I doing? And he goes, yeah, it's fine. He goes, thanks, babe. I'm like, sorry, but it's just, it is yours. So they're like, can you grab your bi- bags and come over here? Oh. And I was like, oh, this is it. Is this coming back into Australia? Coming back into Australia. Oh. So I'm like, this is it. I'm obviously going to have to say, guys. Oh, At least you know, in your mind, you're thinking the laws are more lenient here. You want to get caught coming in, mm. not leaving Bali. Because mm. we're in Bali, though. It's Bali laws. Oh, it's oh. This was in Bali. Oh, Not right. here. No, we're trying to get into the airport. So like, this is in Bali. Oh. So they, like, took us into another thing. They're like, can you open your bag? I'm like, all right, here we go. This is, you know. It is my drug bag. <laughs> said, you know, you just use bad words. And I packed so much in it. So I said to him, be careful opening it. It might explode. Brilliant. And I was like, oh. Brilliant. And I went, not explode. <laughs> Great. I was like, just with clothes and stuff. Mm. So they open it up and they're like, there's a gun in it. And I said, there's not a gun. We don't have a gun. Opened C4, it up. C4, yes, but not a handgun. <laughs> Opened it up, pulled out a Nerf gun. And I was like, oh, it's a kid's toys. Mm. Oh, they got you for a Nerf? Yeah, and I was like, you're allowed to take a Nerf gun. He's like, no, no toys no. are allowed now. Oh. You are. Oh, I think he's just keeping them all for his kids. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what? You're right. No terrorist would have ever thought, I wonder if I could conceal a gun within a plastic gun. I said to him, mm. I'm going to put it on checked luggage. It's not like I'm going to take hand luggage. It's all our Nerf guns got confiscated. They confiscated them? Yeah. You didn't want to argue. You know when you're standing there argue. and you're like, you're, you're for a certain point? Mm. Yeah, my husband just walked up and goes, thanks for having me back there. Well, yeah, on the way back through, though, did you see a heap of them with Nerf guns in their holsters <laughs> yeah. well, as they were checking everyone? <laughs> like, that's my Nerf gun. You just get sweaty palms and you know you haven't done anything wrong, but you're like, uh. Well, you're all right. You just dumped your husband in yeah. it. Yeah. Bye, <laughs> 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 bye. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Hey. Crossing over, John Edward. Yeah, uh, this guy, he's a superstar right around the world. People love him. Um, He talks to dead people for you. John Edward is his name. He's on the air. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, guys. Uh, Let me just say, you're returning to Australia for a national tour in November. Uh, You're going to be in Brisbane on the 11th. If you want to see you, ticketmaster.com.au is the place to go. Thank you. I'm a huge fan, but it seems like it's been a while since. When was the last time you were out here? My mum went to the last gig that you did, by the way. I um, Oh, cool. Mm. I um, I did some small... I, I kind of alternate. Like, So this is like um, a bigger events that I'm actually doing mm-hmm. uh, with actually a cheaper ticket price. And then I do a, a smaller a smaller event that's more intimate. So I try to alternate. Um, so it's been about two years. Yeah, right. Do you, you still do readings when you're there, just from the audience? Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's reading specific, but um, it's it's also like teaching. So it's talking yeah. about energy and interacting uh, with people. And I kind of feel like 
if I did five events in Brisbane in a row, yeah, you had and you came to every one of the events, you would see five separate events because right. the people that are in the events, they are the paint that the painter paints with, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah, mm. and um, they become the teaching tools that oh. I'm using. Is there family members that are more abrupt that have passed over that you kind of like? They're just mother-in-laws. Like, yeah, they're like, I yes. need to talk to you now. Piss off, lady. Yeah, do you have that overbearing you do, sort actually. of? Yeah, right. Yeah, no, you do. You have some people's energies. Well, who sorry are, about my family. But yeah. yeah, that are that are a little bit um, more strong is mm. a good way is a good way of saying it. And then what's really cool again about the dynamic is that certain people that you wouldn't expect or some people don't want to hear from, they actually power through first mm. oh. and then bring through the people who might have like oh. a lesser personality. Yeah. Can I say, this so This might sound weird, but you were talking about energy before, and this may sound strange. My mum's a touch psychic, um, okay. and I find uh, that it was hard to get away with anything as a kid. Um, I find when I talk to psychics, if they're real psychics, or um, I, I feel nauseous. I get a, I oh get my God, a, I can't, a, a I can't believe of, you just said that. Hmm. I feel that way about, I've never heard somebody else say that. Hmm. I feel that way about healers. If I'm around right. somebody who says that they're a healer, mm-hmm. it affects my energy and I get nauseous. Mm, right, well, there you go. So the, it was a slight roundabout way of saying you're making me feel a bit sick, but um, it means that you, I know you're legit, which I always did. But yeah, it, it does. It's a weird thing, right? Th- thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm honored. As someone who um, can, you, would they say crossover, you talk to spirits from right. the, the dead world, I guess you say. Um, do you, obviously, for every believer... What's your ratio to people who go, nah, mate, you're full of it, whatever? Um, Do you get a lot of that still? I've always applied uh, what I call the 20-60-20 rule to my work, Mm -hmm. um, which is I feel like 20% of the population believe in nothing. You know, they're cynical. They don't have a belief in God or an afterlife or anything energetic in that kind of way. Um, They scare me. Um, And then you have, like, the other extreme, which is the 20% who believe anything and everything. Right. Okay, right. They scare me even more. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, most people yeah. kind of fall somewhere in that 60%. Mm. So I, I, I kind of just apply that just generically. Yeah. So, you know, in my groups, I encourage people to be skeptical because I really want them to think. I want them to listen and to think about what's coming through. Mm-hmm. And I think you actually have, have a better experience in life, period, if you're questioning everything. Because mm. it means you're looking, you're looking deeper at your relationships, you're looking deeper at your own experiences. If you're having your own psychic experiences, you're going to be able to kind of um, appreciate them more because you're understanding it differently rather than just going, oh, that's great. That's a sign. It's like, yeah, but yeah. it's a sign how um, or a sign why. Yeah, so right. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm the kid that is always, you know, I was thrown out of religion three times because I asked questions that I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> oh, oh, that was, that yeah. was me. And I'm like, yeah. no, but I'm interested. I want to know. And they're like, right. get out. And I was yeah, like, no, no but no. I'm just fascinated that you could think this. And yeah, and I always used to get um, kicked out. But are you, when you're back here in Australia, are you going to catch up with any of the Owen family? Um, are you still I, friends I, with them? Or? I am. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just at the Steve Irwin Gala in, in LA. Yeah. It a, it's an amazing, amazing family, what they do with conservation and the wildlife warriors and what they do with the animal hospital and you know, so we're 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 big animal lovers and mm. really appreciative of what they of what they do. Is it true that kids and pets can sense more than adults? Yes. Okay. Yes, because they don't they don't have the filter. Um, they don't have the they don't have a mortgage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> they, don't the they don't have the real life stuff yeah. that's uh-huh. like you know weighing that you know the the relationship dynamics and all that kind of stuff deadlines. So kids are are taught from a very young age. Every time they do something and they have an accomplishment, we clap and go, yay, Mm. right? So they are taught to be explorers from a very, very young age. And so they're just, you know, reacting to what's there. So when people are in the twilight years as well, when they're older, 
that also happens. The mm. filter kind of gets taken out, and animals too. They're just yeah. you know instinctual, and they they base on they they're based on their intuition. Right. All right. Well, uh, John Edward, stick around. Um, of course, we couldn't have you on without a barrage of people wanting you to cross <laughs> over for them. It's Steph, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. Uh, Alpha Bucks, another chance at $10,000. You can win that uh, tomorrow. And your letter is H for Harry. Mm-hmm. H. H or H? H. I say H. I say H, but apparently if you ask Osha, he said it's H. And... And he's correct? Yeah. yeah. God, that's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Crossing over, John Edward. Yeah, John Edward, he is with us right now in our studio. He's coming back to Australia for a national tour in November on the 11th. He'll be here in Brisbane. Ticketmaster.com.au is where you can go and get your tickets right now. Um, We know you for crossing over. And um, I'm sure you get this a lot, but you see dead people. <laughs> and I hear them too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and we've got some people who would love to chat with you this morning and see if you can help them out. Sure. Alrighty. Yeah. First off, we've got Carly in Everton Hills. Carly, you're on the line with John Edward. Um, so my mum passed away 11 years and I've never seen a medium, but I'm just wanting to know um, if she's proud of me and if I'm going in the right direction with my life. So I feel like it doesn't matter what your mom um, would would be thinking or it shouldn't matter what your mom would be thinking about what direction you're going in your life because if you're going to be living your life for somebody who's crossed, then that means you're not going to be here learning the lessons that you need to be learning. So you, you want to make sure that you're going in the direction that you're going in because it's the right direction for you by what you feel. Number two, I believe that your mom is around you, um, maybe does see what's, what's taking place. But what I'm seeing is, does anybody work in emergency medical... Um, uh, healthcare, or does somebody do any type of... So, my sister-in-law is a nurse, and my brother is a police officer. Um, and is dad still living? Yes, yes. Uh, okay. Still and are you guys slightly disconnected? Yes. Can I be really personal? Yes, that's okay. Okay. So, is one of the things that you struggle with is that you maybe had a better or tighter emotional relationship with mom, but dad's still here? Yes. So, I feel like the dynamic of parent-child relationship is... It's normal that sometimes people will feel like, oh, I kind of wish I had my mom here still. Not that you want to toss your dad out, but that, you know, you want to know that your mom's seeing what these things uh, have taken place. Did somebody cross themselves yeah. over? Like, are you connected to someone? Um, I had a friend who lost their father to suicide, yes. Because your mom is making me feel like the person that crossed themselves over to suicide is also coming through. And there's a huge, huge event happening in that family, like, coming up. So I don't know what that is. But I feel like he wants the family to know he'll be there for that. But I feel like the family dynamic coming up for you is going to be about dealing with relationship stuff and dad and all that kind of stuff. Okay. All righty. Yeah. Thank all you right. so much. Yeah. Good on you. Thank you. Rachel is on okay. from from uh, Brown's Plains. You're on with John Edward. Go ahead. Hi. Um, my name's Rachel. Uh, I lost my dad five years ago just after my 30th birthday. And okay, didn't stop get right. to say goodbye okay. to him. <laughs> so the first thing I'm going to tell you, if you haven't already got the ticket, be careful driving. That's the, that's the first thing I'm saying. Oh, wow. So be, be very, okay. very careful about where you're parking your car, um, any type of traffic infractions or speeding. But I'm seeing that like right, right in front of me. So be careful about that, number one. Are you one of three kids? Who has three kids? I've got my sister has three kids. Okay. And out of those three kids, is there some type of religious ceremony happening around one of them? Or somebody like getting married or getting confirmed? Or is there some type of ceremony? Uh, no, not with any of those kids, no. Somebody's not at the moment, there. There seems to be a child ceremony coming up, so I don't know if that's like graduation or... No, it feels religious. Um, it feels like it's got a spiritual thing to it. 
No, not not to my knowledge. One of them is turning twenty one in a couple of like next month. That well, that would be that would that would definitely be an event, but not a spiritual event. Um, <laughs> that would probably drink some spirits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spirit in, a, spirit in a different way. You had a good relationship with your dad, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, because I'm getting Thanks a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm getting a you know like things. We I did tell we folks. did argue about um religious things. <laughs> oh, is that where the religious symbolism is coming from? Yeah, maybe because. We, okay. we had quite a few arguments about Christianity and Catholicism. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. So, so I don't know where you weigh in on this if, or if he's continuing the argument, but he's making me feel like I'm supposed to tease you or celebrate the religious symbolism or, or talk about the celebration of belief and belief in that. So were you an advocate for, for belief and faith in God? And, and he was yes. like, nah, there's nothing else. You're done, you're done? Uh, yeah, well, no, he, he was... Um, very strong Catholic. Mm. And, okay, um, so where where uh, was the yeah. issue? Because he he's almost making well, feel, he he wants me to celebrate the concept of. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that I don't know if that ends your argument and he wins, you know, or if it's that he's like you know agreeing with you and whatever your argument you know might be. But um, I don't have any negative feelings here. I kind of feel you know positive. My only negative feeling is be careful driving. Alrighty, uh, good advice anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amy from North Lakes, you're on with uh, John Edward. Go ahead. Hi, um, I recently suffered a miscarriage after quite a full-on IVF um, stimulated cycle and I just wanted to know if there was somebody out there that's watching over us to help us bring a second child into our life. Uh, I think that that's a, that's a really beautiful question that you're asking, but I want to address the fact that the energies that don't make it here, um, those energies stay with us in a circle of family member and, and friends on the other side. Um, why is 3-7 important? Does like March 7th have a meaning or is... Somebody 37 or? Um, no. No, I have no idea what, what that's all about. Okay, well, I'm going to need you to get one quick because they're showing me 3-7. So 3-7 <laughs> to me would either be March 7th um, okay. or the, the number 37 in some way. Oh, it took us five cycles to, to get her and this was our sixth one. So I can only I pick up on the seven. I, I honestly, I don't know. They're showing me three and seven on that. But um, are you, if you're asking me if I see like there's going to be another child, I think there can be. Well, that's a good thing, I guess. <laughs> the other thing it could be, John, is that we do our dates the opposite way here. So it could be the um, 7th of the 3rd, uh, the 3rd of the 7th. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we write them the opposite way. So it could be that. Very, 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 very true. I, I've actually made I've made that mistake while um, reading when people are actually, when I see car accidents and I'll mm. say this person wasn't driving and they'll say, no, they were driving. Mm. And I'm like... No, oh no, that was the passenger. Right. Yeah, oh, I'm like they're sitting on the right well, in my head. Yeah, I'm yeah. seeing them on the right. I'm like, oh wait a minute, different yeah, side. Different I had to like side. thank thank you for that because I, I wouldn't get that. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, alrighty. Yeah. So thank you, thank you very thank much. Thank you. Good on you. Um, alrighty. Well, uh, thank you so much, John. I would really appreciate thank you, you uh, helping us out with that this morning. I appreciate it. Thank you very very much. Wake up with Stab, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one hundred and five. It is massive, and the man who hosts it, Ben Fordham, joins us this morning. Hey, buddy. Stab, Abby, Matt, how are we? Good morning. We are great. We are yeah. loving this show, Ben. Loving it. A little bit disappointed that out of all of you guys there, because you do have the biggest breakfast show in Australia, that huh. nobody actually put their hand up, nobody put in the application form and said, okay, I'm going to give this thing a go. You're all no. the couch potatoes. Right? I was a little bit jealous, actually, Ben, because I put my hand up to host it, but Rebecca's doing a great job, so thanks <laughs> oh. for bringing that up. It was a little bit of a sensitive topic for me, but thank you. 
isn't that close to the bone. What about Osher? Surely there's another. This is another show that Osher could put his hand up for. <laughs> uh, if the person at the end, um, their prize is a hundred thousand roses, I'm sure that's uh, that's a good chance he might take He'd that be over. All over it. Yeah. No, but it, it has been amazing. It's blown everyone away. Did you? Were you a little bit nervous that it wasn't going to be the success, or you saw oh, the, the big time? Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I didn't know anything about it mm. I, I, when, when I was asked to do it, and I, and I feel a bit guilty saying that because I know there are all these ninja warrior freaks out there who yeah. followed every version of it overseas, but I'd never heard of it before, and so uh, it was actually my godsons. I've got twin godsons, Banjo and Darcy. I called their dad to say, hey, I don't know what to do about this, and he said, oh, mate, you know the kids love this show. Mm. And then from then on, I mean, it's funny, I've got the amount of people who have sent me videos of their kids running around the house, jumping on the couch, (laughs) jumping off the armchair. You can't, you kind of can't manufacture that stuff. Either kids, you can't make kids like stuff. Mm. I've got a two and a half year old Freddie, and I can't make him like anything because he decides what he wants to like and what he doesn't. And as soon as these ads came on, he was like, Ninja Warrior, Ninja Warrior. So it's just made it, it's taken off. It's really hard to explain. Speaking of, I mean, throwing the shade at us for not putting a hand up, uh, have you had the crack at the course? Mm, how'd you go, Ben? No, look, I, I was I was asked when we uh, when we first had our first meetings with them, Rebecca and I were, were told in no uncertain terms, they said, now listen, can we just get something out of the way? No, you won't be doing the course. No, there's no under no circumstances will you be doing the course. So please don't ask us. And we went, oh, okay. All right. And when you see it up up front, I mean, I know it looks pretty big and inspector, you know, sensational mm. on TV. When you see it up up close, you kind of look at it and go, yeah, nah, 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 nah maybe see, not. Maybe I do. Not. I watch it home and go, I, I could nail that. No, oh, you don't. Yeah, it's the rock climbers. You need yeah. that upper body strength because the rock climbers last night just were phenomenal yeah. and a little bit Mate, cheeky, I'd say. It, it is funny, isn't it, how many people it takes. Uh, it took my wife, like we were episode four last night, and it's taken a four episodes and about half an hour into last night until she made the comment that everyone makes at some point where she, where she, she just turned and said, I reckon I might be able to do that one. <laughs> yeah. and, I <laughs> like, <laughs> and I just laughed. I'm like, people are making that comment right around the country at the moment. Oh, that one, I reckon I could do that one. Mm. Yeah, 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 right. Ben, I want to play you. Um, I, was, I was watching it back um, here online this morning when yeah. I got in. There's a little glitch. You know, sometimes the internet buffers for a second. Oh, yeah. Um, and I just recorded it. There's like one yeah. moment where it buffered at exactly the most inappropriate okay. time. All right. Let's hear it. Ben showed us why rock climbers have the ass for ninja domination. <laughs> Did you actually say that, or was that just a buffer? <laughs> Mate, I'm going to plead uh, internet fail on that one. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Although yeah. they do have a good yeah. 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 They, yeah. It is true. It is yeah. true. No, well, thank you so much. You've kept uh, my kids entertained. We've got the obstacle oh, well. courses going at... Uh, my um, kids are currently staying at their grandparents. Mm. Yeah. And you know how grandparents just have that, like, timber just left over, just, mm. like, oh, ladders or whatever. So they've got the whole obstacle. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just be careful about that. Just make sure that granddad's put the, you know, the hammer away and the mm. saw and all that kind of stuff before <laughs> yeah. the kids go too crazy on the Ninja Warrior course. But I really appreciate you watching, guys. It's only yeah. three weeks only, so it's only uh, tonight, tomorrow night, and then one more week after that. Mm. And hopefully we'll be back even bigger and better next year. I do want to ask about, um, is it Johan Offner, the Gold Coast guy who... Johan. Johan, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, he... yeah, Johan is the uh, remarkable young bloke who sadly passed away in that Bliss and Esso film clip. Mm. We, we dedicated last night's episode to Johan. Yeah. It was one of these things where we spoke to... He ran the course as part of the filming, uh, but then when we spoke to his next of kin, look, it was decided in consultation with them that... Uh, that we'd, we'd uh, tribute, uh, put a tribute together last night right. at the end of the show, which yeah. was a tribute to Johan. 
Uh, it would have been great to have him on there on the on the screen with everyone else, but we were really guided by his next of kid yeah. when we made Fair those enough. decisions. Yeah, because yeah. because he, he okay. was successful going through, but they didn't they didn't feel comfortable, I guess, showing it, which rightly so. Yeah, look, yeah. I wasn't part of the conversation, but I just know that at the time, I don't, they 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 you know the bosses and whatever spoke to his next of kin and. And they said, look, we're largely we'll be making the decision based on what his next of kin wants. Yeah. You know, whatever the decision was, was what they wanted. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, right. Good on, on you, guys. Good on you, All mate. Right. Nice Thanks, to man. you. There's a radio season professional wrapping himself up. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got to go. go. Well, Good on you. Is it time call? Have we got a weather check or have we got to throw to another track? <laughs> uh, mate, we're, we're going to throw to the ads. I'll let you do it. You, you've got your own radio show. It's, uh, it's admittedly talk back, but you do your thing. Okay, here we go. Don't forget Ninja Warrior, 7.30 tonight on Channel 9. Backing up tomorrow night, 7.30 on 9. And we'll be back right after this. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Right now on 131060, we want to know what surprised you in jail. We're just speaking to a 19-year-old in New Zealand. He wants to get on the straight and narrow. Mm. Now he's out of jail. But he had moonshine and got a tattoo in there. Mm. And I thought that's a bit surprising for Mm. jail. Mm. So we want to know what surprised you. They make him out of radios, he said. Radio parts. Don't try it at home, though, because uh, <laughs> then you wouldn't be able to listen to us either. Uh, Rachel's in Browns Plains. Rachel, what surprised you about prison? Um, well, one, what you guys said about the KFC, that's true. Mm. But oh, they yeah. actually go on outings and they went and met, like, the Gold Coast Titans and, like, they just went on field trips and stuff. What? How's that motivation yeah. for the Titans? Come and meet the prisoners. I'm not it. <laughs> Well, that's, you know, that's when they had the ones that were getting in trouble for say, drugs. Yeah. Probably saying, now, oh, no, this is who you'll be. <laughs> it was more for the players. Gregory. Than the, yeah. Or is that, okay. Well, Not oh, the wow. murderers, though. No, it's going to be a different level of. Yeah, murderers. Yeah, no, it's only minor offences. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. All right. What pleasantly surprised you about prison, 131060? Nathan and Taringa. Hey, mate. How you doing? Good, Good. buddy. Um, okay, so I just want to clear up uh, that last question. No one ever goes on outings to start. Okay, right. Okay. Depending, so, on the, depending on the level of security you're at. Are you an ex-prisoner? Yeah, I am myself. Okay. I did 18 months and I only got out like a year ago, right? Okay. Um, there's an Xbox in the in each unit, but it's shared between 60 people. Right. Okay. And yeah, the, um, you do make brews in there, but it's, you know, it's here and there. It's great. It is so much more potent mm-hmm. than the actual alcohol you get out here. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just, I don't know, uh, it's very different to what everyone seems to think it is, that's for sure. Okay. It's you... honestly, you can say it's more like a big kid's school camp. Really? Okay. Yeah. So did you, did you have, uh, did you have Foxtel? No, there was no, and that's another thing, sorry, there was never any Foxtel. No. Okay. They, the jail sometimes does this little DVD channel where they've got their own little section, like, uh, channel set up, mm. and it literally yeah. plays, like, four movies on repeat all day. That's it. Okay. Right. Okay. I got a, a, yeah. a Candy Owl uh, producer. She's out yeah. there. Now, you made a comment in here when we were talking about this off the air. Yeah. And what did you think? Um, I was surprised that they get dessert. No, you said they shouldn't get dessert. Yeah, they shouldn't get dessert. Because they're naughty. Sunday nights, yeah. you'll get yeah. a, a literally probably like a 50 milliliter ice cream. Container. Okay, but no right. desserts any other time of the week. You get a, oh, sorry, you get a yogurt on oh, Wednesday night. Oh, right, okay. And yeah. 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 that's the thing. We're, we're still human beings. We still yeah. are entitled yeah. to these things. Oh, mm. I know. I guess, no. People, yeah. I know it is. I think people just think because it's government funded and they're not getting it outside, then if you've done something wrong, you should be punished, yeah. you know, for something that, you know, they're not. Mm. All right. Well, thanks for calling, Nathan. We appreciate your honesty, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Danielle from Strathpine, what pleasantly surprised you about prison? 
<laughs> the food they get, it is amazing, especially if you're out on a prison farm. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's no gates, there's no fences. It works on honesty policy. All their food comes in catered. Mm-hmm. So they get seafood. They get they what? get food better than we do. How do so you know this? It seems like there's huge variances, I guess. Like, there, there must be different types. That doesn't sound like a prison when you're like, there's no fences. Okay, so Maddie asked how I know. Okay, because I do pastoral care. So oh, I okay. go in and do pastoral visits and counselling for guys in prison before they come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, yeah, they get fed really well. They do have foxtail. They do get breath checked. Right. Okay, then. Well, must all different prisons. prisons. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no fences, no gates. Well, that, I, that my mate went to one of those eventually too. That, yeah. He was his was he kept driving unlicensed. Right. So, so that's to get him ready to come out. Yeah. Is well, they know that they're not going to run. They're people who've probably only got three or four month sentences. Right. You know okay. what I mean? Right. Um, Jess, you've been to prison. Is it Les? Les. Les. Oh, Les sorry. Mm. Les. Yeah, sorry. Morning, Les. Les. Morning. How are you? Yeah, yeah I've been a, I've been a couple of times. Like, look, I've been. In maximum security, medium security, and I've been a low classified prison at the farm mm-hmm. as well. Um, look, I'd like to disagree. I mean, yeah, the food's great. Like you get roast on a Sunday um, and a bit of dessert, but that's about it. Mm. Um, there is no foxtail anywhere that I've been. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yep. I'd like, you know, uh, you do get a movie channel yeah. uh, where they play the same movie over and over again for a day or two. Sure, yep. um, <laughs> But look, I mean, at the end of the day, the boys do get fed well. Yeah. Um, if you're making any desserts, you can buy the ingredients and make, you know, like chocolate slice and caramel slice and right. things like. That. Okay. But, um, you know, you're not getting a birthday cake, mm. a birthday party. Mm. Um, but look, I mean, it is um, it is what it is. Mm. Um, there's no seafood. You get basic food in there. Mm. Yeah, right. So, you know, it is it is a rehabilitation and that's it. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I mean, everybody thinks the jail is such a, uh, a pleasant place to be. Mm. But what I if you're vegan? You it's not... mm. Well, they've got to cater for it. You are. Any vegan blokes they in there? Do, they do. Yeah, they do have to. They do have to uh, cater for people's um, yeah. dietary needs because obviously that's a, a legal requirement. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Why well, yeah, should we sweet then? Yeah. So Les, you're not going back <laughs> yeah. then, are you? No. No. We'll just take that as a no. no. Hey no. Emma in Paddington, what surprised you about jail? Hey, 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 guys. Well, what surprised me in jail? My sister was actually made in jail. Oh, on, a, on a conjugal, <laughs> really? Oh, I swear to goodness, my sister was made in jail. Yes, my uh, stepfather was in jail for many, many years, and he was in one of the uh, ones in Sydney in Emu Plains. Mm-hmm. And as a child, I remember being dragged to the jail, and my mum would go into the van as such and mm-hmm. drink the local moonshine, and my sister was a product of that. Wow. Wow, there you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> So did the guard, did the guards know what was going on? Or? They certainly did. There was a queue of uh, young ladies and men waiting to go, and it was wow. kind of like every ten minutes. Yeah, it was just it was amazing. But my sister was literally made does, in Amy Plains Jail. Does in your Sydney. sister just love this story, yeah. Emma? <laughs> yes, she does. Yes, she does. But it, it, honestly, it was a, like a holiday camp. It was a low security jail. Oh, there was right. you know things there for the kids. There was TVs. There was Foxtel. I remember, right. and there was definitely moonshine. And they were, it was definitely, you know, they trusted them as such. But yeah, it Can was I definitely say, Emma, like a holiday camp. At a music festival, when I'm peeing, I feel the pressure of I the cue behind me. I knew you would. Pee. How do you perform? <laughs> I knew that's the first thing How you do you think perform of? in the back of a van <laughs> when you, you know there's 40 blokes waiting? You would have to. Get out, mate! <laughs> Me missus has just turned up. Wouldn't you? Be, you'd also be like, okay, I know we're finished, but you're just gonna hang around for a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. 
just a. Yeah. You'd get a time restrictions. Is what you'd have to. I couldn't. Well, like in wa- when we had you water couldn't? restrictions in Brisbane, those little yeah. things you turned yeah, exactly. the hourglass. Yeah. The doors would open yeah. up. It'd be like those toilets where you're so afraid of all those doors. Wow. Uh, oh, Dusty, hang on. Dusty's That's currently it, okay. in prison. We're out of time. We'll come back to Dusty. Stand by. Uh, more from Dusty next. Who's apparently been in prison. He's got a good story, and we'll let you know that clue no, for our twenty. He's 20- currently in, in there. Prison now. He's in there now. Oh, he's in. Yeah, uh, well, that means we have to take it. Yeah, Dusty. Hello. Hey. hey. Are you in a prison at the moment? I'm currently in a low-custody prison mm. at Helena Jones Correctional Centre. Right. Okay, all right, because we were saying if anyone would be surprised if anyone's able to listen to us and then have phones. But Yes, you've... I heard you on the radio and I was yeah. like, oh, my God, I need to call. Oh. Well, you've answered both those questions. What, are you, what are you ringing from? Um, I'm ringing from a payphone. So at oh. Helena, at this, like, low security, we have actually a pain phone, so mm-hmm. we can actually call. Wow. Oh. So we have phone cards. And oh. we are the radio station of choice in there, are we? Yes, definitely. Great. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. That's right. But I do yeah. want to say yeah. that we don't get Foxtel. Okay. We yeah. definitely don't get Foxtel. We do get a movie channel, mm. um, which is a movie that they play for a, a, a couple, while. Of, yep. couple of days, mm. repeating it. Mm. Um, we do get a dessert, but we make the dessert ourselves. Right. Okay. Mm. And um, hey, can yeah, I ask? So I've been in maximum security and low security. Mm. But, yeah, currently not like a low security, so we're allowed to actually wear our own clothes and stuff like that here. Right. Well, Do you guys play Alpha Bucks? Um, no, but we listen to it. <laughs> well, if you well they, can't, they can't. I guess can, you yeah, can. Yeah, you so. can ring. We if, actually probably could. Mm. Yeah. You could play Alpha Bucks at 8 yes. o'clock every morning if you've got enough money to put in the payphone. Yeah, definitely. What's I the, should. Yeah. What, what's yeah. your issue with that, though? No, I don't have an oh, issue with it. You're just surprised. I would love that. How I much? Uh, I don't. I don't know if I'm allowed to ask many questions. How How much more have you got to go, Dusty? Um, I've actually got three and a half weeks. Right. Three and a half weeks. Oh, okay. okay. So I've done a year and a half. So. Wow. Oh, well, okay. all the best coming out, and I hope. Thank that, you. Yeah. So it'll be good. Yes. And I really like your radio station. It's sick. Oh, oh thank you, Dusty. thanks, hon. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Much. All the best. Yeah. Thank you. Wake up with Stab, Abby, and Matt with Osha. Hit one oh five. Bin day. It's pretty important. Around the circle, what day is your day in Oxley? Uh, Wednesday. But you got to put them out Tuesday night because they come early Wednesday. Yeah. And if you miss it, you are a rookie. Everyone puts it out the night before. Mm. What about Barden? Oh, I don't give out that sort of personal information. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got you someone who does look. it. Jacques comes around. <laughs> When he finishes clipping the hedges. Does your not tell you what day? <laughs> no, Jeeves is very good like that. He just, he just does it without, uh, without <laughs> yeah. mentioning it to me. The, the man of the house actually does it, so that's why. Oh, right, I'll ask you. I'll ask just your wife. say about my wife. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but uh, residents have been warned because Brisbane City Council have busted people selling the wheelie bin. They're what like, do you mean? Well, they've been putting them up on Gumtree. Selling them. So a wheelie bin, which I think is a bit steep, actually. $240 litre bin was listed for $50 wow. on the Gold Coast. That's at Pacific Telling Pines. Telling me dreaming. Must be Telling hard to dreaming. sell it because you know how you sell things in Australia is to put them out on the curb? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they're out there. You know? it's like, oh, hard rubbish again this Someone week. Everyone in Barton selling their bin on Monday. Oh, I just gave up the information. Oh, but mm. Springfield Lakes, um, they have been listing at two of the recycled bins. Mm. Uh, for $50 each. And Brisbane City Council have gone, hey, 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 hey. you don't own your bin. Mm. How does it work? You pay, a f- you pay a fee up front. Like if you it's just in your council. buy a house. It's in your council rates, isn't it? I don't know. But if, if you buy a house and there's no bins there, you've got mm. to pay a fee, then you get them. That's if you want a new one. Yeah. Have you ever, though, experienced the joy of double bins? I've got two recycling bins. What's? Oh, it's. You the- should. That's illegal. What do you mean it's illegal? <laughs> How no, do you not- have that? Uh, yeah, it is. 
Because no, you should be no, paying extra. Maybe I am. No, you, you're he, not. He would be. You can order extra bins whenever you want. Hmm. But he's not paying extra. I he's got, just got one through default. What was there when I moved in? Uh, yeah. see, we had the same thing in, when we lived in Sydney. They were, they were <laughs> re- updating the bins. Yeah. So, you know, when they go, oh, okay, the bins need to, you need a new one because of whatever mm. reason. And then we didn't put our old one out. So we had two recycle bins. And uh, I don't know why, whenever we had one bin, we'd mm. only fill it. Mm. But then when you have two, mm-hmm. you drink double. Mm. And then mm. you fill both those suckers to the top. Mm. We got a green bin. Yeah. Yeah. We're just rolling in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so many. It's amazing. It's what a lifestyle. It's 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 like people always think that I guess it's their property. You know, when you put it out there, mm. if you put it on the curb, mm. you're allowed to use it. Like everyone's allowed to oh, use that, it. Apparently. Because you ever had that? You feel you missed the day, mm. and then you've got to use other people's bins in your neighbourhood, and it feels like such a crime. I know. You know, you're not doing anything wrong, but you only do it at night. Mm. <laughs> and you always check out what's in their bin too. Mm. Oh, Tom had pizza today. <laughs> Is there no greater joy oh. when someone starts renovating in your street and a skip gets dropped off? Yeah. out the front of their house. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're like, it's I'm going to sneak a bag into their bin, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to put an armchair into their bin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a, that's a, almost a war thing, isn't it? Like, you get a skip, and you've got to be out on your veranda with a shotgun just waiting for it. Because <laughs> ah, 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 you pay for that. And I, then I don't want to talk, because we've got to skip out the front of ours at the moment. Where is it? And Karina Heights? coming over. Karina Heights? <laughs> I don't need it. I got, I got stacked with <laughs> yeah. bins, mate. I'm rolling in the bins. It's Stav, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. And we're back. We're back from holidays, and it's good to be mm. thankful, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it, it's good. There's something <laughs> they say grateful. When Osha's not here, I don't know how to start this. No, nah, I know. Do you know what I mean? We need to get him to pre-record an intro yes, for us, Yes, that would I be think. great. That would be great. It's time to do this. Hey, Maddie. Already? <laughs> We've only been talking to you for three hours. What have I done? You brought in something today. Ah, oh, yes. Which I paid out. It's a fidget spinner. Give it a spin. Ah, oh, satisfaction. I know. I paid you out. I said you look like a teenager and how annoying they are. But you're right. Mm. Until you get your hands on one of them, mm. you don't know what it's like. And now I can't stop. Yeah. yeah. And now you're not getting this one back. Oh. you got to buy it. How much was it? Uh, seven hundred dollars. Thanks, Dave. One of a kind. Uh-huh. One, one of a kind. Edition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stop now. I'll stop. Sorry. I know I talk about fuel a lot. Mm. I know I have an old man obsession with it. Yes, mm. you do. I love getting cheap fuel. Mm-hmm. The last week where it got down to under a dollar. Mm-hmm. Well, you fill up. Oh. I nearly purchased a new car just so I could fill it. <laughs> but I did a little test the other day. Mm. Not many of them are calibrated properly. I put exactly one litre of fuel in mm. to see whether it was at the exact price. Oh. Oh. It was a couple of cents out. Oh. Higher or lower? Higher. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I always feel like it stops filling up even though it's still clicking over. Yep. You're like, wait a minute. Yep. Mm. When it is at a dollar a litre and I do an exact one, it should be an exact amount. Mm. Fuel watch with Matty Acton. I'm telling you. He will find you. <laughs> yes, and he will argue with you. <laughs> the guy at the 7-Eleven, his English got really bad oh, really quick. Oh. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> Honestly. By the way, Jindalee 7-Eleven rocking a good price at the moment. Hey there, me. You take your wife out on a date to see a movie. 
You're going to spoil her, so you decide to go gold class. Mm-hmm. You're very excited about the film for which you're about to watch. It's important to make sure that that film has been released. <laughs> when I asked the guy for tickets to the movie, and he said, sorry, sir, we can't sell you tickets for the future. <laughs> and I said, what <laughs> do you mean? And I was looking at a week in advance. Oh. You went and saw Minions, didn't you? We didn't see anything. <laughs> Took it to Cars 4? We went to, we went to um, Lord of the Wings and got a beer tower. So yeah. it all worked out in the end. Indra Pilly? Yeah. 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 What you would have wanted. Yeah. <laughs> My master plan worked. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Wake up with Stab, Abby and Matt with Osha. Hit 105. Alrighty, uh, that's it. The podcast done and dusted. Thank you to everyone uh, for downloading, listening. We're back live tomorrow. Um, bit of extra chat. As always, on the end of the podcast, do you have a fidget spinner? Mm, no. Another way of phrasing that. Are you a douche? Why? Why? I don't know if I like them. Mm, they're annoying. Do you actually remember you were paying at Osher when he got one before? They were cool. He was ahead of the crowd, he actually. Was. I know. Like, he had it months mm. ago before yeah. they were even a thing. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that's annoying. People I just are just wanna, now That's stopping. my fidget spinner against the microphone. Okay. Or hey, is I it a th- bear behind me growling? It's a question. I was wondering if you guys want to come over to my house this week. No, hang on, hang on. Uh, send through a Facebook oh. message if you have a fidget spinner mm. um, and tag, uh, tag a, a picture of yourself fidging. Is it fidging? Wouldn't it be fidgeting? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Or just anyway. spinning. Yeah. It's not, I'd say mm. we're spinning. Um, yes. But anyway, you want us to come to your house? I'm going to just say I'm busy. I'd love to. I know you're going to put on a great spread and everything. No, I'd just come I over can't. for dinner or something. What do you need All done? you have is a microwave <laughs> and a floodlight <laughs> at your house. <laughs> what are you going to cook us? I need someone noodles. to help me painting. And my husband said, you can be the painter. And he does this because I know that he's set me up for failure because mm. he knows that I'll be shite at it. So he's like, you be the painting thing. So all I've been doing is watching on YouTube how to paint. Mm. Sounds basic, but there's the cutting in yeah. and all that. Yeah, it's tricky. You'd be guaranteed, though, mm. if you did a bad job painting. Mm. Yeah. It'll be Scott's fault. No, 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 no. He'll keep bringing everyone over to look at the marks on the wall and say, Abby did that. <laughs> Why don't you just get a painter in? Mm. Yeah, I'm trying. It's a bit expensive. Uh, <laughs> so you want us to come in and stuff it up for you? Yeah, it'll be, no, you'll have to try hard. Tell you what, Stav, I think you'll be in on this. Mm. I will <laughs> come and paint, 100%. Uh-huh. Paint as many hours as you need me to. <laughs> but? But? But I'm going to do the whole thing blindfolded. <laughs> <laughs> the office there, every room that you want. Uh-huh. I don't care. I'll be I'll be there every right. day. Well, until you can do it's the base finished. coat. That'd be fine. Every day until it's finished. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. But I have to wear a sleeping mask the whole time. <laughs> Why did you paint the windows? <laughs> Thanks, Manny. Thank you. Stand by me and Matt. Huh. We're on show.